Hello, hello, everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Aaron. Oh, shoot, wait, we gotta wait. I didn't mean to do it. Wait, what's that? That sounded good with Casey and Aaron. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, we are recapping the final episode before the reunion, Bonfires, right? Rest of the Bonfires. Yeah. Yeah, so this is going to be an interesting one. I feel like a lot of shit happens. I feel like we've taken a little bit of time off. Everyone missed us a lot. We yes. missed you. Okay, I'm just I'm just going to say I think it's so funny. We so we took the week off because for a few things. Number mm-hmm. one, Memorial Day weekend, we normally record on Mondays, so that kind of threw things off a little bit. But yes. then also we were getting ready for a big interview, which I feel like a lot of you guys already know who it is. And then officially, you guys, we are sponsored by Manscaped for the next few pods. So mm-hmm. we've been working on things with that. And I didn't think you guys would miss us as much as you did, but the amount of DMs that we were getting, like I was getting them, Aaron was getting them, it's tempting pod, IG was getting them. I feel so loved. I was going to say, honestly, like I really feel the love so much and we love you guys a lot. Like we were like super anxious knowing that we weren't getting a podcast out when we normally do. Yeah. But we also were like, we have exciting stuff happening that it was like. We hope it's that all, they're okay with this. Yeah, like you guys are about to get a lot of episodes and then pretty soon we're going to be diving into season one, taking it yes. back, back. So one week off is worth it for everything yes. that is about yes. to come. We're prepping um, hard. So let's just dive in. Yeah, so right? it ends. Yeah, it ends. I feel in the like middle it, of Ashley and LaSalle's just trying to m- making their decisions. Right. Yep. So. But, well, to sum it up, basically, like, Ashley says she wants to leave with LaSalle's before, but, like, before he could respond, she takes yeah. it back. That's where okay. we'll pick up at. Yep. And I thought it was very interesting that she interrupted him as it was completely obvious that he was going to pick Trace. Like, she changed her mind when it was, like, very clear he was going to be going in the Trace direction. I thought that was – Yes. That was interesting. It was, like – Yeah. She was all for going home with him until she realized he wasn't going to pick her. And then she's, like, never I just, mind. I just don't understand why she would want to be with him. Like, and, like, I say that in a, in a sense where, like, she seems like such an incredible person, um, a genuine person, and also beautiful – yeah. Like stunning. I just can't wrap my head around wanting to leave with him. Like I don't understand what he brings to the table. I don't think I'll ever understand it. Yeah. I thought it was like I, I'm glad that she said I quoted this, but how can you jump into a new relationship so mm-hmm. quick? Okay, so I was kind of glad that she said that because I think mm-hmm. she said what we were what we were all thinking. It's like, yeah, this dude has had no growth. He's going home with a new girl and Whenever I feel like whenever anyone jumps into a relationship that quick, you gotta like question like what yeah. what the deal is. Like that's not normal, it's not healthy. And I'm yeah. glad that she brought that up. I, I just honestly feel like he says things thinking genuinely that like people are gonna like believe him. Or I, I honestly think that he thinks what he's saying makes sense and is like yeah. good. Does that like so he yeah. said a comment to LaSalle's where or Sorry, LaSalle said a comment to Ashley where he was like, I'm going to leave with Trace, but I'm going to be single. And I think that he thought by telling Ashley that she was going to like be like, oh my God, okay, like that's okay, like whatever. You mean tell Trace that? 
No, I he he literally said. Oh yeah, like relaying his conversation with Trace to Ashley. Like I feel like he thinks that he's saying all the right things, and in his mind, it makes sense. How in God's name does it make sense to say I'm going to leave with someone, but I'm also going to be single? Like that to me is mind blowing, and like I genuinely think that he thought that was an okay thing to say and that was a normal thing to say. Like he says these things that are just so not normal, but he thinks they're normal. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, um, he's a trip. Like I will get more into it in our reunion episode, but yeah, he's a trip. And then another thing that he really, that stuck out to me too, was that he looked Ashley in the eyes during this bonfire reunion moment. And, um, he literally said he, that he's taken her feelings into consideration the entire time, but that this this decision, him going home with Trace, just feels right. I and don't then, understand how he thinks he took her feelings into consideration at all. Like, that's mm. so bizarre to me that he genuinely thinks that. Yeah. Because it was also, like, the things that he was saying about Ashley, like, to Trace and stuff, and, like, totally yeah. disregarding their seven-year relationship. Like, it would be one thing if, like, you maybe internally were like considering her feelings, but like, no, you literally like made it very known to like national television, the like flaws that your relationship had and that like Ashley had. So like you literally said, forget Ashley. So no, that is not taking into consideration her feelings at all. And he also said to her, he was like, I was back and forth with who I was going to leave with leading up to this bonfire like he he literally said even on my final date like I thought that I was gonna leave with you or that I was gonna leave alone and now I'm deciding to leave with Trace that is the biggest red flag I've ever heard you need to be alone you shouldn't be able to choose who you want to be with like that it shouldn't change like that if you have genuine feelings for someone you don't go back and forth with them like that's concerning to me that's very (laughs) scary and I read something and I think you you saw it too, where it was like, the second I become an option, don't choose me. Yeah. The second that LaSalle's or anyone would have said something like that to me where they were like, you know, I was back and forth with what I was going to do. Nope. Let me stop you there. And I'm now I, removing myself yep. from the situation. And now you have, it'll be easier for you to decide. Like, yeah. it's mind blowing. You should not be with anyone. <laughs> it's, it's you should be single if a day before the final bonfire with your girlfriend of seven years, you were teetering back and forth who to choose. Yeah. He needs to be single and in therapy. <laughs> like a hundred percent. No, <laughs> like, re- like really, I'm not even trying to be mean, like genuinely just the way that his mind works is insane to me. Um, yeah. I thought Ashley during this whole process was very mature and rational. I was here for mm-hmm. it. Um, she wishes the wishes him the best and like she's on her way. They actually hugged. Like mm-hmm. yeah. when I watched how she handled it, I was almost like, wow, like I wish I could have like handled my situation that way because she really – Definitely. It was like admirable how well she hand- handled it. And I did not like though as they're hugging, he's like, we will talk later. Like bro, like – what do you mean? Like you guys are, you broke up. You're going home with another girl. Like, why are you telling her that you're going to talk later? Like it's done. He's, it's so twisted. I genuinely think that he just knows that 
it, it will end on his terms, basically. Yeah. Like, I think that he is Ugh, like, hate that I'll, I can have her back whenever I want. So I'm going to go leave with another woman. Yeah. And then when I'm ready to be back with Ashley, I'm just going to be back with Ashley. Like, yeah. what? Because that and we what's will sad is that I don't. You- yeah, it gave me that vibe, exactly what you just said. It does. And it makes me sad because, like, I don't think Ashley sees that from him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're outsiders. We kind of see it. I think that she just, in her heart, hopes that he's genuine and that he'll change and all this stuff, you know? Yeah. I liked how um, there's always, like, your little confessional after the bonfire to kind of get your thoughts mm-hmm. and things. I did like how she said one day there's going to be this huge explosion and he's going to be like, oh, shit, I fucked up and I'm not going to be there. Yes, bitch. Yep. Sorry to call you bitch, but it's an endearing term on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. Truly. Collapse. Yes. Like, I was like, it's so facts. Whether it takes yeah. a year, two years, three years, five years, ten years, one yes. day – it's going to hit this dude that he fucked up big time. Yeah. And you're right. You're not going to be there and just rejoice in that shit. You're going to yes, haunt him until the, the day he dies. Is not always greener. And right. he's going to realize that if he hasn't already. Like she's oh, absolutely right. Which we're going to get into this in a second. I think he realized, realized what he did immediately when he was in the Escalade. He looked shook. Okay. We'll get, we'll get to that yes. part. But yes. yeah, I think he, he regretted it immediately. He knew he fucked up. I mean, just um, the energy was so off. The but energy, yes, like said, their, their body language. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into all that shit. But <laughs> so they bring Trace out and we kind of just said it, but I've, this is what I felt. I felt that their body language was off immediately. The yeah. way that they're sitting with each other, the way that they're aimed at each other, it just felt weird. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still giving each other tiny little peck kisses. She right. keeps saying, I'm so proud of you. It just, it feels off. Like it doesn't it, feel like two people that are genuinely in love. No, it was weird. It felt, it felt forced. And forced. I, I agree it. with that. Like the, the way that they kissed, like, but I've, yes. always, I've always said this and like, yeah. I'm not trying to be like disrespectful, but I've always said the way that the two of them kissed throughout the show was weird. Yeah, it was, it was. always one little peck. It was never like passionate. It was never like enjoyable. It was just no. very bland, a little peck. And I don't know if it was more like we have our families watching, let's be respectful, or if it was more like but I feel like I you can know. have like a good passionate kiss and you don't even have to use tongue like where you can feel the emotion between the two people and you can feel the connection and and be respectful to your family. This is just like, it was a very awkward little like peck that you give someone you've been dating for like 15 years in the morning on your way to work at like 5 a.m. and one of you guys is half asleep. Like that's the energy that we're getting, okay? It's like a 5 a.m. like on the way to work kiss after dating (gasps) for 15 years. Like that's the vibe I got and I'm not into it. It's like he just told you he's leaving his girlfriend to seven years. You're on a reality show. It's all Mm -hmm. amazing. Like you guys should be having a passionate kiss. I also just feel like the way that she was talking to him, like in the confessional afterwards, or like, yeah, when they do that interview after. Yeah. She said to him, I'm just glad you stuck with your decision. And that, that like stuck out to me because I'm like, stuck with your decision. Like it was like, very forced again. You shouldn't have to say that to someone. And I honestly, it seems like he's like scared of her. 
Yeah. He's, he, fe- it, it feels like he's trapped in a situation. Like he, he, this is what it feels like. It feels like he talked a big game and he talked some shit with her and he got himself into mm-hmm. a situation. Like it was like a snowball effect, you know, it has officially snowballed out of control and now he can't really like take back everything that he's done and said. Yes. So it's yeah. just like, he's in this situation and he can't get out of it. And mm-hmm. I, I wonder if you notice this too, when Mark says like, Mark always kind of gives us a little like final speech when he's done with their little bonfire ceremony, he yeah. told them, and let's not forget about the people who have given like Ashley to get you to where you are too. Cause they yeah. kept going on about how like, this is the right decision. Da, da, da. And then he, Mark brought mm-hmm. up like Ashley and how she's a big reason yeah. why LaSalle's is where he is today. And I just, I got the vibe that Mark was not a fan of this decision. Cause I feel like Mark knows that poor Ashley was taken advantage of the whole relationship for just being a good girlfriend. And the fact that someone who treated you so well is getting left in the dust for like possibly a toxic relationship. It's like, I think Mark just knew deep down that Ashley didn't deserve it. Yeah. And like, they're just completely blindsided to the fact that there is a third party whose feelings are involved and hurt. Yeah. It's so wild. Um, so back to what we were just saying, how the body language is off. We think that he already regrets it. Let's chat about what he looked like in that Escalade. He looked <laughs> absolutely defeated. Like he looks like he's in full of panic mode. His face and body language. If anyone didn't notice that, I'm just like, go, go watch the clip again. Yes. Because he, it is so clear that he is like, what in the actual fuck have I done? And where am yep. I? And what's happening? Like he is shook in that escalate. I was yeah. dead. But then I think she says again, you stuck to your word. Yeah. Like she keeps saying the word stuck. And that's where it's concerning. You're not stuck in a relationship. You're not stuck to doing anything. You choose to be in a relationship. You choose. If you use the word stuck in any context, it sounds negative. Well, it is negative. Exactly. Stuck is not a positive – like does not have positive connotation. And I I feel like the way she was saying it, like you stuck to your word, was insinuating that there was a chance he wouldn't stick to his word, which means that like, bro, you shouldn't want to be with this guy anyway. Yeah. I don't – I the just whole never thing. Yeah. yeah, the whole we're always on the same page. That whole thing <laughs> is weird. I don't have a lot of hope for them. We'll chat about what goes down at the reunion in our other episode, but yes. yeah, this yeah, I don't feel good about it. It's all bad. Nope. So now they do the typical like recap. They recap Ash and Hanya's journey and then mm-hmm. they recap Iris and Luke. Let's talk about Ash and Hanya. Um Okay. I think it was this poor guy. The fact that he's still not sure if Ash is moving in a different direction. Yeah. Like really, bro? Like I just I don't know. understand why he like has any reason to think otherwise. But that's that's why like my opinion of Hanya is like slowly starting to change. Like I feel like like my opinion of Hanya is starting to change for the worse because I think that maybe he actually is very manipulative and he thinks that like she's always going to come back like yeah. regardless of what he's done or what she's done like he thinks maybe like Lascelles that yeah. I can have a conversation with her and rope her back in and that like everything's going to be fine and dandy that's actually a really good point because 
That that's actually a very good point because honestly, you might be onto something because the fact that he's so confident that she's not moving in a different direction when all of us, anyone that's watched even just the bonfire clips, I mean, obviously he hasn't seen the whole show at this point, but the fact that he truly thinks that mm-hmm. even just the clips that shows kind of how manipulative he is and how delusional he is to think that like he just will always have her no matter yes, what. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like even though he's going about it in like a sweet way where it was like yeah. in the grand scheme of things, she was the one who hooked up with someone. Like she was kind of the one who was like talking negatively about him. Like The way he's wording it, yeah, it seems like it's coming from like a good place. Like he's so obsessed with her and he loves her and he wants to fight fight for her. But like in my mind, I'm thinking no one in their right mind would think so easily that their significant other after being physical with someone for an entire month and talking shit on them is going to marry them. Like yeah, in no, what world? In exactly. Yeah, no facts. You might be onto something. Ugh. Um, so now we go over to the girls' villa and we're doing a quick little recap there. The only thing that I really noticed that was like kind of shook me was when mm-hmm. she casually says to Iris that she feels homicidal rage. Like, bro. And then like, she followed up, she followed it up with, but I'm gonna try to be kind. <laughs> Like, I've actually never heard that phrase. Like, someone say that they they have homicidal rage. Yeah. That means you want to commit murder. I'm just like, confused. That's, that's, like, a wild statement. And again, it's like I understand he's done shit in the past. But yeah. the truth of the situation is that's your boyfriend. You're yeah. still with him. So, yes, he did stuff to you in the past, but you're still with him. Yeah. So, you're a part of that. You can't constantly keep blaming him for cheating when you chose to forgive him and then come on the show. Very true. So it's like, I just don't understand from what she's seen regarding the bonfires and temptation Island, why she has this so much hate for him. Because again, I get it. If he's done stuff in the past, yes, you're allowed to still be upset and like feel a certain type of way, but this shit has it's gotten like so crazy in a sense where I wouldn't even think they were ever dating. Yeah. It's like he did it yesterday and she just found out. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you choose to forgive these people when they make mistakes. And I know it's hard to forget or to get over or to forgive. But like, if you know in your heart you're not going to be able to forgive someone, you have to walk away, not only for yourself, but for that other person because you're just giving them false hope. Yeah. And I will say one thing I noticed, because that's kind of been the theme with like Ash for us, is that we don't know where all of this like anger and hatred randomly came from. Because yeah, yeah, even though he was fucked up in the past, when they started the journey, she seemed very much in love and very much that they um, were going to be like she wanted to be with him. But what I noticed in the reunion and we'll we we'll talk about it more in that episode. But I think yeah. what really set her off and made her so angry is when right out the gate she saw that clip when he said the whole like out of sight, out of mind thing. Mm-hmm. I think that triggered the shit out of her. And from I think that so moment, too. yeah, from that moment on, it was like a light switch. She was like, "He's dead to me." Well, yeah, and I guess because he has cheated on her in the past, for him to then yeah. say out of sight, out of mind, it, it almost could solidify that he's just going to do it again since she's literally out of sight. <laughs> yeah. And that's a messed up thing to say about someone that you supposedly love. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So now Iris and Luke, they have their little recap. I actually had kind of a lot to say about their recap. Number one, so much has happened that I completely forgot that Iris had like a real emotional connection with George. Like I forgot about it. That was like all the way at the beginning. Right. Yeah. So that that too. Yeah. So that I definitely was like, oh shit, I forgot about that whole situation. And then when she's talking about like her journey and everything that they've been through, she really seems like she's kind of second second guessing some things at the end. And she doesn't feel like her and Luke are like progressing. That's something that she like said directly. Um, so that kind of surprised me. Like I forgot that that was kind of where her head was at. Yeah. Well, because I think, I feel like it went like back and forth. Like when, yeah, when they first got to the Island, it was like on Luke and then like halfway through it, it was like more internal. She had to work on things. She had to figure her own shit out. And then like now towards the end, it's kind of back on not just Luke, but she's like kind of reverting to. He needs like, to grow he, he and does hold himself need to step it up. Yeah. Like, even, right. Like, even though he didn't physically cheat, like, if he hasn't grown up at all or, like, shown any progress, like, she can't be with him. Yeah. And, like, I agree with that. Like, I totally agree. I feel like, oh, it's, I, like I, people yeah. can tell you – like, people can tell you they're going to change until their face turns purple. Like, but un- unless they're putting in the effort and, like, actively trying, it's, like, just don't even fucking tell me that. Like, I don't – Yeah. You know? Actions speak louder than words. Yes. And I know that's like such like a basic phrase that we all hear all the time, but it's like such facts. No, it holds so much weight. Okay, Luke realizing he needed this a lot more for himself, mm-hmm. not just for like him and Iris. And one thing that he said that really <sighs> stuck out to me is that he needs to stop lying to himself. Because mm. like yeah. he just has – it seems like he has like a lot of like family trauma and a lot yeah. of like – vulnerability issues and insecurity issues and clearly he's been kind of masking that with like his bullshit yeah and I thought it was interesting that he was able to recognize that and say that mm -hmm. out loud yeah no that's huge yeah I definitely feel like he was probably like projecting a little bit like onto her oh 100% and deep down it's really like things that like he needs to like come to terms with and like work on or else he's just gonna constantly do it like keep doing it yeah. I like this is a big statement. And anyone that's been listening to this podcast since day one, I was really hard on Luke. I was not a fan. I was not about it. Which also, side note, I will say that there's been like some comments that I've seen where people like don't like our opinions about certain cast members. Really? I, Where? Well, like people think that we're like we were too hard on Edgar and like just different things like that. And what is this on I, Twitter? Or Reddit. Different different places. But Damn. I will say, you guys, I think that Aaron and I, I just want to keep reminding everyone that this is a podcast and it's nothing personal against anyone individual. Mm-hmm. So any listeners, like we're just giving our honest opinions on the footage that we've seen. It's nothing personal. Like one thing that I saw was that we have an issue with like Latin culture and the way that they love and show affection. What? Yeah. In that we just are obviously only into like white boys. I'm sorry to bring this into it, but I just wanted to say that is like so far off base. Like if the whitest dude ever came up to me and like spit a poem when I just met him, I would have the same exact reaction as nothing to do with that. 
At we literally, all, I'm sorry, like we literally made fun of Taylor and Blake for singing as well. Ex- exactly. I don't care you. what the fuck you look like. I don't Thank care if you're you. damn pink. I don't care if you literally whip out a guitar and sing to me. I'm gonna throw up, and if you read a poem to me, I'm gonna rip it up. <laughs> like slip it under my door. Let me read it yeah. on my own terms. Like what? That is like I honestly, know. I am so offended. What was this on Twitter? Um, it was a DM that I got on Instagram. And then people on Twitter saying that we were too hard on them. And I'm just like, it has nothing to do with that at all whatsoever. We, and we'll we'll even talk about it in the reunion. I actually, I feel bad for Edgar more than I have in any other. (laughs) Erin is so shocked right now. Do you understand why I say off these goddamn platforms? No, I know. And I, is, I get I, so worked up. I didn't well, even bring it up to you, but it just like came up right now because we're talking about this. And I was just like, oh, now's a good time to say it. But yeah, I thought it was absurd too. Because anyone that knows us would be like, it has absolutely nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with that. Just not the kind of guy that we're into. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? I don't care what you look like to me. That's corny. And I thought I made that very clear. <laughs> but like I know. also, I've always low-key had a soft spot for Edgar. Personally. I know. And that was the other thing. I'm like, okay, like I don't get what podcast people are listening to because I own it. I've been very hard on Edgar okay? yeah. and I own that fully a hundred percent. And that's just my opinion. And you know, like I'm entitled to my opinion. Yeah. Aaron has actually had a very soft spot for Edgar has been kind of his cheerleader. I even yes. said it on the podcast that you're his cheerleader. Truly. So I just think people need to remember that this is a podcast and it's our Mm -hmm. opinions and our opinions are constantly changing. And I think we both keep it very real, very authentic and it's nothing personal. We have love for all the cast members genuinely. And I'm not in this episode, but when we do, when we do the reunion recap, I'm going to talk about how I feel about what goes down with Jillian and Edgar there. And my opinion has changed yet again. Like truly. We're constantly evolving everyone. So Everyone needs to relax yes. and stop taking things so personal because it's really like honestly not that serious. I mean, it's like, God forbid we have an opinion that's different than someone else's. Let's cause yeah. World War Three. It's not that deep. Like we're, we all have different opinions. I know. So yeah, I forget. Why did I even bring that up? Oh, I was just saying how um, Luke's journey might be one of my favorite journeys on mm. Temptation Island. And I was saying how at the start of this episode, my opinion of him was not good. Was right. not I did not have a high opinion of him. And yeah. I'm not joking when I say out of every season that I've seen in every cast member, his journey as of right now is my favorite by far. Yeah. And I'm yeah. genuinely proud of him. And he just seems at this, like during this little recap moment, mm-hmm. he just seems so much lighter and yeah. happier. And it's just, it's really cool to see. No, and, I, I agree. I wrote yeah. in my notes, I was tearing up. Like it was- yeah for him. I'm just like really happy for him. And it seems very genuine. Like I'm mm-hmm. getting very just like genuine, like lighter and freer vibes. And I don't know. It's just, it's been a cool experience to watch his journey. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now Ash and Hanya, they have their actual bonfire. And let me just tell you, when Ash walks in, oh my god, and she's straight as a board, just staring at him, doesn't, doesn't say hi, <laughs> doesn't say hi or anything. But, like, but like the worst part is she doesn't even say hi to Mark. Mark literally no. says hi, Ash. 
no eye contact, doesn't say hi back. Like, Dude, like, nothing. I would be scared. I would low-key be scared. It was terrifying. Like, if he doesn't realize it's a no-go by now, he needs to, like, rethink the proposal. Yeah. Okay? Because it's, like, everything about her energy is, like, absolutely the fuck not. I know. And he was just staring at her, like, in awe, like a little puppy, like, waiting, waiting. And she's just, like, nope. No, she shut that shit down so quick. She without words, <laughs> silence. If looks could kill, if looks could kill, she that would be the definition in the dictionary. Like literally, yes. Um, one thing that she said that really I actually loved this. I love. She has so many. I, I feel like I told she, her all the time. She just no. has some of the best. Yeah. Words of wisdom. And that's another thing. Like real quick, back to what we were saying earlier, like my opinion on Ash has changed in just the last like three episodes. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, like how I felt about her prior, like I felt that based off of what I was seeing, but like this and the reunion made me feel differently. Like it's yeah. a day by day, it's episode ever, by episode. It's ever evolving. Yes. Ever evolving. I will say because, yeah, I'm I actually can't wait to recap the reunion episode because when I saw that DM about like how we were with Edgar, I'm like, okay, number one, there's no we. Okay, Aaron is an Edgar fan. It's me, Casey. (laughs) Casey Brand Campbell is not an Edgar fan. Okay, let's let's keep it 100. And then I'm just like, okay, well, now my opinions changed again. Like Mm -hmm. nothing is permanent on this podcast. Okay, it's we're not the type of people that just like stick to one opinion for all eternity, no matter what. If people evolve, like we, our opinions evolve as well. Yes, yes. Um, But the quote that she said, she said, it is a lot easier loving myself when there is a loving and gentle influence outside of me nurturing that. Yeah. I love that because that is something that I actually really, really relate to because I um, – I can definitely be like that. I can be kind of a hard ass. I can kind of be, and which it's so weird for people to like probably hear this because they see me on season one and they think I'm just like so loving and I have such yeah. a big heart. Yeah. And that is a facet of me or right. however you say that word, faucet, facet. I think it's yeah. facet. But no, there's also a part of me that's very, very guarded and kind mm. of a hard ass and very like I, once I love someone, I love so deeply, yes. but it takes me a long time to get there. And until I get there, it's kind of like, eh, like I'm yeah. not about it. I, I agree. And so for her to say that, I was like, that is something that I relate to because I, I am exactly that same way. Yeah. But if I have someone that is like mm-hmm. a gentle, loving force that yeah. can help me like get into my like feminine energy and like be loving, then mm-hmm. that's like a safe place. So I loved that she said that. Yeah. Very relatable. Yeah. Well, for sure. I mean, it's important to be with someone who's going to like bring out the best in you or like yeah. make you feel safe and like secure yeah. in your relationship. Like I just feel like they're not doing it for each other unless they both mm-hmm. drastically change and work on themselves. Like it's just like it's not going to happen. Yeah, and, they're just yeah, they're just not each other's person. That's yeah. how I and feel. Then, but she said something else that really stuck out to me too. She was like she's not someone who needs to get their shit together for him to feel better. And I was like, yes, bitch. Yeah. Like truly, you don't need to – like I'm all for like 
working on yourself. Everyone has flaws, but, but don't fucking change for someone else. Like you are, no. who you are. people are going to love you for that. Like you don't need to become a whole ass different person just to, no. you know, fit the mold or like fit a relationship. Like, no, yeah. there's be- someone out there for everyone. And I feel yeah. like, like she said it perfectly there. Like she doesn't need to like, yeah. like do better for him. Like, no. That's something that I've been dealing with lately is because, mm-hmm. like, I know that I have a really big personality and yeah. I know, um, like, my passions, like, obviously this podcast, like, I love coming on here and being myself and, like, shooting the shit and, like, dropping some F-bombs and, like, talking about sex and just kind of, like, being over the top. Yeah. And I've kind of been getting in my head lately because I'm like, okay, like what guy is going to want to be with a girl that like hosts a podcast and drops the F-bomb and like talks about fucking. (laughs) The issue, Casey, is that (laughs) it's going to take a special person to deal with the two of us, especially because the baggage of doing a fucking reality TV show and now hosting a podcast and having people shit on us. I know. Literally, like, we got, it's like some real love. If someone's over here, like I want to be with you because you're a fucking. <laughs> Dude, that's literally what I've been dealing with lately. I'm like, fuck. Like this, like makes me happy. Like I love doing this and being myself. And I feel yeah. like if we continue on this path, like we are going to be successful. It's For already sure. happening, and I feel yes. it. But then I'm like, okay, but like. A man, like nowadays, they want just like this cute little like housewife, like stay at home, like make dinner, like go to brunch on Sundays. And meanwhile, uh, I'm wearing a Manscaped that shirt that says your balls, your balls will make you okay. We're literally like I'm in sweats, a fucking t-shirt, baseball cap, like what's up, bro? <laughs> your balls, your balls will make you. Manscaped pod, okay? Listen, date us. We'll get you guys free stuff. <laughs> right? But this is the thing, exactly what you were just saying about what Ash said. If there's a person out there for everyone and Mm -hmm. like you should never have to change yourself to find that person. Like one day a man's going to come along for Mm -hmm. Aaron, a man's going to come along for me and they're going to love us exactly the way we are. And they're going to fucking love reading these Reddit threads with us and reading these hate DMs. And they're going to love laughing at our podcast and how fucking funny we are and our F-bombs and our sailor mouths. They're going to love everything about us and they're going to get a kick out of it. And I'm not changing who I am. So I loved loved that shit also. Ash, man. Dude, I feel like, yeah, some of the things that she says, like, make me, I'm like, feel like more empowered. Like, truly, I rewatched that episode today and was like, damn, like, she's absolutely right. Like, I don't need to get my shit together for someone else. Someone will love me for not having my shit together. Like, no. Yes. Like, we're on a fucking roll today. We're on a roll today. Um, one thing that I was very surprised by, she said that she's grateful for the time that they had together. So I mm-hmm. I was like kind of surprised she was getting a little softer towards him. Yeah. Um, Hanya admitted that he was only thinking of himself the mm-hmm. whole time and that the whole open relationship idea was like absolute bullshit. Yeah. Um, okay. I want your opinion on this. So obviously okay. he's he's fighting for their relationship. Okay. He knows in his mind, like he's going to propose to her. She's not feeling it. She didn't even say hi. Mm -hmm. If you're fighting for your relationship, like this is like a make it or break it moment for him. 
I feel like he didn't do or say enough. He didn't like, say he, like, anything. Like he needed to say and do more. Okay, if this is make it or break it, like you're trying to convince this girl to like give you a shot and marry you, like you did not say enough, bro. No, no. Like I'm sorry. I feel like he needed to like, in a sense, kind of beg for her back beg. after like like that conversation because no, he really like, did. She was saying a lot of insightful things. Like she was very like transparent, open about like why their relationship didn't work out and like how he needs to like do better and stuff. And instead of him, like instead of them having like a conversation about it, he was just agreeing with her. Yeah. And like, but she also mentions whether it be, I think it was, I think it was during the bonfire. She was like, I know that you listen to me, but are you hearing what I'm saying? It was like something along the lines of that. Yeah, I think it was at the reunion, but yeah, she did say that and that was a valid point because I think like, he doesn't. He literally was just agreeing with her and I would be mm-hmm. concerned. I would I would be like, do you have questions? Like, should we talk about it? Let's have a conversation about it. Like, let's discuss like the things I just said to you. Like, it should be like kind of like a back and forth. Like, yeah. obviously we go there and we have to say our chunk that we say and then they say it, but it just felt like he – he literally was like, I agree. Like, I have to do better. And like, that was that. Like, I would not feel secure in that response. Oh, I would be no. like, you need to fucking beg for me or like yeah. make it more known. Like, what are you going to do to like be different? Like, exactly. what do you, like, I don't know. Like, like, you need a game plan. Like, if someone really fucked up his shot with me and he's really mm-hmm. wants another chance, I need you to acknowledge what you did wrong. Yeah. In detail. I need you to mm-hmm. apologize. I need you to let me know exactly what you want from me and for us and our future. And I need to know how you're going to go about that. And then I need to see it happening before I'm like giving you another shot. He did none of that shit. No, he didn't. And like, I feel like she was like mentioned something along the line. Well, she said this, and this was another great quote that I loved from her. She was like, well, she was making room for him other people were like getting him. Like it was something along the lines yeah. of that. Like while she was like doing all of this for him, like other people were getting him. And that actually yeah. made me sick to my stomach. Like that yeah. made my stomach like drop because I yeah. could not, like actually I could imagine because I've actually, we've both been there in different aspects, but like just knowing that your partner that you do so much for yeah, is giving himself to someone else. It's like, it's a little disgusting. Yeah, it's and very disgusting. If I were her, I would be like, how do I know you're not going to cheat on me again? Like, uh, you're yeah. telling me you agree, but like, how? What's your game plan? Like you said, like, what's the game plan? We got to know a game plan. One thing that he said, and I want to have a little discussion about this. Mm-hmm. He said that he was avoiding putting labels on their relationship because he didn't want to make it real for some reason. Like, <laughs> it was out of fear. So hmm. I want to know, do you – the phrase – if he wanted to, he would. Do you believe in that phrase? Yeah, I do. You do? I absolutely agree with that. Okay, but I have a genuine question here. <laughs> yeah, Because okay. I normally do too. But I've wanted to before and I haven't. <laughs> so It's different for us. We're perfect. But, everyone but else- you know what I mean? Because like, I was like, there's been a lot of times in my life where I've like really, really wanted to. Like I've yeah. wanted to like let this person know my feelings. I've wanted to mm-hmm. like apologize. Like I've wanted to and I never did. 
So if I can want to, but maybe not- the difference, Casey, is like, do you regret not doing it? I maybe a- maybe. Sorry, I didn't let you. I just literally asked you a question and didn't let you answer it. But like, <laughs> <laughs> did you want to do it and regretted not? I feel like it's one of those situations now where it's been so long that it's like that just it's not meant for me, you know, mm-hmm. and I believe in everything happens for a reason. But yeah, like there's been times where then that guy has been with someone else and I was yeah. just like, well, what if I would have said something? What if I would have like owned my feelings? What if I wasn't scared? You know what, what? I mean? Yeah. What if I didn't have commitment issues? Mm-hmm. Like I know. So what you mean. I've I've been there. I've been the person that has wanted to and didn't is what I'm saying. I I agree. There's definitely things that I wish I could have done or like Yes. And I feel like he kind of said that, like he, he, he wanted to be with her, but mm-hmm. he was scared and that's think, why he I didn't put labels on it. I feel like in that aspect and based off of like his track record, that sounds like an excuse. Like yeah. that sounded like an excuse. Yeah. But I do think that they're like, I genuinely think that if you wanted to, you, you would. Like, if you want to be with someone, you will, you will, if you like, I just, I think that, yes, I think that that stands true. If if you wanted to, he would. But I also think that with that, it holds more truth if you don't do it and then regret it. Whereas like some people, it's more just like an excuse. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. And what I was going to say is I think the times where I wanted to and didn't, I feel like something deep inside of me probably knew that that person wasn't actually meant for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was holding back. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I met someone and I knew like in my heart and soul, like this person I think might be mm-hmm. my person, I would grow a pair and like be vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would make it happen. But with mm-hmm. these people, I like deep down knew like maybe they're not my person and it didn't feel right. So I held yeah. back. I also feel like I'm very impulsive. So like majority of the time I actually do stuff. You See, know what I mean? I'm but when I, it comes to love and relationships, I am not impulsive at all. I'm very that's like why I have commitment issues big time. Mm. I always have since way before any of this TI yeah. shit happened, since I was like a child, like in yeah. high school. See, no, I'm very impulsive. Like I'm the type where, and I can genuinely say this, like, yes, there are instances where like maybe I wanted to do something and didn't, but I would say for the most part, like if I want to, I will. And I think I hold people to that same standard, which is why maybe I feel so like power, like strongly about it. Yeah. I've had people tell me things and not like stick to their word. And I'm like, bro, what the heck? Actually, you know what? You might, I think you're right because we're not going to say who or what the situation was, but recently there was someone that I actually really, really liked. And it was the first person that I've liked in a really, really long time. Yeah. And old Casey, because I'm not going to lie, when I first started like hanging out with him, we were talking for a while and then we mm-hmm. started hanging out. Old me if I wasn't super into it, would have like ghosted, would have never hung out with him, would have never gone over to his house. I would have come up with excuses, yeah. but I was super into him. Yeah. So I like got my shit together, even though I was nervous and terrified and normally mm-hmm. would have been like, fuck no. And I got my shit together and like, I, I pursued that. Yeah. So you're, so you're right. Like if you really like someone, like mm-hmm. you'll get it together. Yeah. Like no. you'll get it together if you need to. I agree with that. Yeah. 
Um, I think it's super good that she's admitting she can't trust him and doesn't know mm-hmm. how she will ever be able to trust him. Her face when he gets down on a knee. <laughs> You can tell she is trying so hard to stay calm. She's like, (laughs) she's trying to keep it together. I felt like to me, it seemed like she was trying like not to laugh. And I feel like I get it. Like that, that was crazy. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was something I was shook. I thought she handled it really well because mm-hmm. I, um, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Yeah. I loved that. She said, it's just way too much. The, like the whole thing, it, cause yeah. that's all you can really say to it is it's too freaking much. Yeah. And I think he handled it well too. I like was, he literally say, was like, okay, like I, I get it. I also think that he, um, I think he was a little surprised and I could, I, I felt bad for him kind of because it just seemed like he was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I just, do, I feel I weird. Feel bad, but at the same time to, it's a little scary that he went into it so confidently thinking that she was just going to like get yeah. back with him. Even though yeah. he didn't in that on the Island do anything wrong. I think it's a like a little concerning. Yeah. A hundred percent. He just like jumped the gun. Like you guys, like maybe you could try leaving together and like date again. Like I, the whole yeah. ring thing was just so bananas. It's also but- just like, it's making a joke out of marriage, like getting down on a knee oh for God, someone yes. and asking them to spend the rest of your, le- their life with you. That's a really fucking big deal. Yes. And like, it should only happen once. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and it's kind of fucked up because it's like, now, if whenever someone does get down on a knee for her and it's the real deal, like that moment has kind of already been stolen yeah. from her. Yeah, I feel like you know, it was like, like that should be a once in a lifetime yes. thing. Yes, and I feel like it's like downplaying marriage. It is downplaying marriage. Like, it's taking it very lightly, whoa. and it's not a light situation. Exactly, and honestly, we'll talk about this when we recap the reunion episode. But like, yeah. Even when it comes to like saying I love you to people. Oh, I hate dude, that shit. Mark said it perfectly. Like, yeah. Was like that's like a huge thing to say to someone. Yeah. Like that. It is. Because like, it's the person receiving it too. Like do not tell me you feel that way about me if you don't mean it because yeah. now you're hurting me because I have expectations of how you feel about me. Yeah. Saying I love you comes with expectations. It's yeah, it's not cool to throw that around. We've no. talked about that on this podcast. That saying the, saying the I love you and, and love saying you. forever is like not cool. The L and F word. Yeah. I <laughs> I was being funny here, but I said I'm glad there wasn't homicidal rage. There was no rage. She there was no well. homicidal rage. It was very genuine, very meaningful. Um, I love how and, she said when someone tells you who mm-hmm. they are, believe them the first time. Oh like, my god. That Preach. was my favorite fucking quote. I honestly need yeah. to reach out to her. Because, I know. Because, like, I'm about to write a list Const- of quotes that she yeah. said. Just constant wisdom. Wisdom. And they're, like, so meaningful. Yep. Like, like genuinely. Um, I and then like he – said something else that I um, – Another that I wrote down I wanted to Inspiration. Say. Oh, oh. I liked – so the beginning of that statement, she said, I don't give second chances. Yeah. When someone shows you who they are, believe Fuck them. yeah. And I'm like, dude, absolutely right. Like That's what I've I've had to learn. That was one of that's same, been one of my biggest same. lessons. Cuz I feel like And when that's you're- another thing too with us Casey is I feel like when people 
do start dating us, like it's going to be very different because yeah, we're not with the bullshit. You're not going to get a second no. chance. Know that no. from the from the jump. Like I, I think it catches people off guard too because we live does. in such a generation where like people think they can get away with whatever they want. Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. Like, I don't care what our society has like molded us into. Absolutely not. Like yeah. you, you do not with the second chances. There's no games, man. It's like well, I'll give you mm-hmm. a I'll give you a good shot, and if you start effing yeah. up, I'll even give you some time to correct it. But if you yes. don't correct it pretty quick, you're yeah. kicked to the curb and you're never getting back in. Like it's done. Like you had your chance. You ain't getting a second chance. Mm-hmm. Period. Absolutely. Um, and he we end up their their bonfire ends with him basically saying that he doesn't want a life without her and Mm -hmm. it seems like he's kind of gonna do whatever he needs to get her back whether that's starting his friends or getting her trust back i don't know so he's not giving up and that's kind of where they left off things i think it was the whole experience them reuniting minus like the first second when she walked in Mm -hmm. was way more mellow and genuine than i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be a shit storm Well, and that's the thing, Casey, like I genuinely think that, and like my opinion, like it doesn't matter, but like I genuinely think that if we saw this side of Ash through the whole season, like I personally would have like fallen in love with her. Like I just, I, my biggest, I don't want to say issue with her because I do really like her is that she was just very, very mean, like about yeah. relationship and like blaming him and also the fact that the, the past was constantly being brought up it just I don't know I yeah. think that if I had seen what we saw in the beginning with Ash where she was very kind-hearted and like very wise but super just like chill still opinionated but like the delivery was like a, a lot nicer yeah and I think I would have enjoyed like watching her more. And I'm not oh. saying I didn't love the fact that she was like super empowering and that she like did her own thing and like met Taylor and like had a blast. Like I love her personality. It just seemed a little too harsh sometimes. And I think she handled the bonfire like so well. Oh yeah. Like I said, I was very pleasantly surprised. I did not think it was going to go that way. And I saw a very different side of her that I really liked. Yeah. Um, Okay, so now Iris and Luke, they have their bonfire, and I love that just right out the gate she says, like, she needs someone that values her. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's really learned a lot, um, and I think she spent most of the time learning how to love herself and what she deserves, and I'm here for that, you know? Yeah. Women em- women empowerment, man. We're yes. always a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another thing she said was, with or without Luke, I'm very <laughs> much a stronger woman. Fuck Yeah. And I love that. Like you yeah. should be able to handle your shit with or without a man. Like facts. Be you your should own, be your you own bitch. Should, you should be your own person without a man. So if you yeah. aren't yet, you need to work on that and be single. Or if you're already in a relationship, you need to really take some time to like learn who you are and love yourself separately. Yes. Because yeah you can very easily have someone become your whole identity, whether you date Mm -hmm. guys, girls, whatever. It's very easy to get wrapped up in someone else's identity. And I think it's cool that she has kind of, it seems like she's broke that cycle for herself. Yeah. Um, in his little recap, I loved how he said that the ring is going to symbolize that he's not fucking around anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I loved that. Again, I'm a fan of his journey. I'm a fan of him. And I just, I was excited for their little reunion. Do you want to say anything before we talk about when they first see each other? Because it's so fucking cute. Oh my God. It's so stinking cute. Like again, I was tearing up. Um, No, I mean, I just hope that, yeah, like he got her a ring, but I feel like regardless of the ring, like, yeah, their relationship like should still be solid and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I do think that Luke is great though, and I do like how far he's come. I just hope that he continues it. He continues it. You know what I mean? Because like, just because you're giving her a ring doesn't mean you can like act a certain way. Like, oh, I'm going to be with this girl now. I can like. Oh yeah, no, fuck that. I don't know. I don't think he has that mindset, but I hope he doesn't. Luke, so, I love you. I wasn't trying to be mean. I wasn't trying to be mean. <laughs> okay. So when like she enters and he says, hi, Iris, and he can't stop telling her how beautiful she is and keeps saying how much he misses her. It was so cute. Like that was one of the cutest little reunions at a final yeah. bonfire ceremony. Yeah. Like I genuinely, and I don't really find things like that cute very often. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I thought it was adorable. I was here for it, loved it. I yeah. was like, this seems genuine and cute and like very full of love. Like this yeah. was a good little reunion for them. It was adorable. They were both so excited. Yeah. So adorable. That's like the perfect word for mm-hmm. it. Um, so Iris talks first. She acknowledges that she's always kind of been a people pleaser and mm-hmm. it comes from how she was raised in her family. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. So there's definitely like more to the story there. So I, yes. I like, I liked that they kind of touched on that and she really made it hit home again that she needs him to acknowledge that he's constantly blaming her for bringing up the past and why he has a habit of breaking her trust. I'm glad that even though she is acknowledging like that she was a people pleaser and she needed to learn to love herself and value herself, she's not letting him off the hook. Okay. It's like, I love you. And it seems like she wants to be with him. We don't know that yet at this point. But mm-hmm. she's still not letting him off the hook for his behavior. And I like that she's sticking to her guns. Yeah. And like that's – I I feel like what we found out throughout the season was that he was kind of doing what he was doing more recently. But like to yeah. him, he was like it was a while ago. And to her, she's like, dude, it was like a couple months ago. Yeah, that's like, not a while ago. My big thing is like how are you about to hurt me and then tell me when I should get over it? Yeah, it's annoying. Like that's like – especially when no and especially when it comes to issues like that with like trust and like cheating because texting other girls that you've hooked up with that counts as cheating and um side note casey i didn't know not to cut you off i didn't know he was texting other girls he had cheated on her with or that he used to date or i don't know if he ever cheated but like that but that he used to date and hook up with i thought they were just girls that were friends and he was trying to like no that's why I always had such a big issue mm, with it because I'm like, dude, that's that's fucking crazy. That's like yeah. if I started dating someone new, okay, yeah. and like we've been together for years mm. and I, behind this guy's back, I'm texting my exes every few months. Mm, no, like, that's that is terrible. Not, yeah, that's terrible. That's not okay. I'm more confused. Do people have contact with their exes? Should I be in contact with my exes? No. I don't understand that. I literally, I, if we're broken up, they're like, dead to me. I'm sorry, we're broken up. Like, yeah. RIP, I wish you the best. I don't have your number anymore. No. I don't understand how people are like, oh, well, like, 
My ex texted me. What? See, that's so that crazy to me that exes are still in contact with one another. Like, I'm sorry. Because in it my is. mind, if you still are in contact with your ex, you're not over them. Point blank, period. I don't care what you say. Point blank, there period. There should be no contact. You can still have love for them or care for them. Yeah. Wish them the best. But there is no fucking way. It's weird. Yeah, I'm if I'm with someone else, I'm friends with my ex or talking to my ex. Like I no. don't there I don't we don't need to follow each other on the socials. Like no. I again wish you the best, but I don't need to know what you're doing because quite frankly, like there comes a point where like I don't really care because we're not together. Yeah. I just think like if you're ever at the point where like you have been having sex with someone uh-huh. and hanging out with someone and dating someone and you had feelings for someone, if it doesn't work out with that person, there is no reason for you guys to continue talking and hanging out. Yes. Like there's just no reason. There's I no agree. reason to follow each other. There like that uh-huh. is just stupid and it's no. Like on to the next wish you the best, but like, we're not supposed to be in each other's lives. Yes. Like that's fucking weird. As- especially if you're with someone else. Yeah. Like that's where it's like, now you need to put the nail in the coffin. Like, yeah. Cause exactly. that's like a different level of disrespect. Like so, it's disrespectful to talk to anyone Yeah, behind your significant other's back, but to be like doing it with an ex. Yeah. Nah, that shit's crazy. Someone that you have history with. So yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, not good. So I think it's good that she's sticking to her guns because, yeah, it was recent and it's not, it wasn't good what he was doing at all. Um, I think it's cool that he did admit that he tried learning a little bit from everyone on the island Mm -hmm. to be the best boyfriend for her. And he admits that he's super closed off emotionally because he learned that from his dad. I just think Mm -hmm. it's so wild. And I'm not trying to like shit on like anyone that has like daddy issues. (laughs) <laughs> because like we a lot of people do but yeah. like I think it's kind of fascinating how and I'm being genuine right now I'm not trying to be funny I think it's fascinating how our generation and our society how many men have daddy issues mm, yeah for sure but like, that's it, like the- so many like I feel like the majority of men have daddy issues I agree and I more think than girls cra- it's crazy how it's like you either you either want to be different or, or you, you end up being just like them. End up being just like them. And I unfortunately think that, and this is for women as well. Like I'm not just subjecting like men to this, but I'm saying yeah. that I feel like unfortunately a lot of people say that they want to be different, but end up following the footsteps. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you're a product of your environment. So I understand it's probably very you hard to break are that cycle. a product of your environment. Yeah. yeah. Like I get it's hard to break the cycle and like realizing you want to be different is probably like the first step you can take, but like you're going to have to put in the work because I think yeah. that, yeah, majority of the time people say they want to be different or like, you know, my, my mom was this way. My dad was this way. I don't want to be like that, blah, blah, blah. But if you are saying it, but aren't really doing anything about it, like, yeah, it doesn't really, again, hold any weight. So no, not at all. I'm so I, glad he realized, but yeah, I like, I think that's why I'm so, I've been so impressed by him is because mm-hmm. like, it's no secret. And I've been open about it on this podcast. Like I have attracted a lot of men that are like emotionally unavailable and toxic mm-hmm. and 
honestly, they all have daddy issues. Like I am notorious for dating dudes that have yeah. issues with their father figures. It's a weird fucking wow. thing. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's always been a thing. That is every, so crazy. Every guy I've ever dated, even guys that like I to this day, like I don't talk to them and I don't text them. But like mm-hmm. if I saw them like on the street, like we would be totally cool and fine. Like they watch my stories. They support me. Um, even the good ones have daddy issues. Wow. Okay? It's like a thing. So that's why for me, I think I'm so impressed by Luke because yeah. he's able to acknowledge it and mm-hmm. address it and he wants to be different and he it seems like he's taking mm-hmm. steps to be better because i feel like most men that have issues with their dad they're always emotionally unavailable and they always mm-hmm. have commitment issues and they're always scared of love those are like the three yes. things very so, scared to be vulnerable oh yeah and they're scared of like falling in love so that's why they always just like cycle through girls Mm-hmm. all the freaking time or they're cheaters or they have commitment issues because yeah. they have like freaking issues with their father figure and the person wow. that they were supposed to learn that from. So that's why I'm so impressed by him because it's rare to see a dude like really just address it and be like, yeah. I want to be different. Right. And then he said, he said, I really feel like I unlocked my heart here. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, this, this guy, I know. Just, I love it. I'm here for it. I love how he said, oh, this was actually something that we were just talking about how he has fucked up a lot in the past when it comes to texting people. I did love how he said um, if he ever has an urge, because obviously he's not going to be like perfect overnight. Okay. Like it's not yeah. going to be like snap a finger. Like this is something that he's going to have to work on probably yeah. every day for the rest of his life to like be different. He has some bad freaking habits and yeah. it sounds like he didn't have like the best role models. Right. I love how he said if he ever has an urge to like fuck up or like text anyone or like mm-hmm. not be the best that he's going to come to her immediately and let her know like what he's feeling yeah. and he wants to talk to her about it and he wants that to be like a safe place for him to like learn and be better. I was like, damn, <sighs> like that's kind of like impressive like you know, to say that shit. This is why I love you because this is where I'm going to differ with you. Because <laughs> you're like, you're like, if this we're is dating, you don't have an urge to text anyone else. This is true. I would say like that, that normally, but I feel I like know. he has issues and he I needs to go to therapy. But we all have issues. Fact. Like straight up. Like I have some dark shit I've never told people. Like <laughs> love you. straight up. No, I feel and you. like I you work on yourself. Like I'm still constantly trying to work on myself. Like I yeah. I used to make excuses and then I went to therapy and yeah, like you kind of we all have like these past things Uh, my big thing is I think that he was probably saying it in like and this is another thing I'm trying to learn to like interpret what people say better and not just assume the worst because yeah people sometimes say things maybe they don't mean or they like slip up and like came out the wrong way whatever but I think he was trying to be cute by saying like if I ever have the urge or like that I'm gonna fuck up like I'll just come to you and it for me it's like I would look at it as why would you ever have the urge though if we're dating if in if in your mind you want to propose to me which she doesn't even know but like why would no. you have an urge like I just don't think that that didn't sit well with me and I don't know if he meant it in the way that I interpreted it but like I just would kind of be like taken aback like you shouldn't have to fight an urge if you're in love with me so this is the thing no I I hear what you're saying what I think it is is I think 
this is the vibe that I'm really getting from him. And I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot more to his story than what we saw on the show. Mm-hmm. I think he has some really deep rooted shit that yeah. he he really needs for real probably needs to be in therapy for the rest of his life by himself and with Iris. Yeah. And I think a lot of shit has happened within his family and he kind of touched on it. And I think for him saying that for people that have been through shit like that, it's not going to be a change overnight. This is something yeah. that he's going to have to like commit to and work on every single day forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why he said it because he's not, he's not being naive. It's not going to be like snap my finger. I'm going to be perfect, but yeah. it's like, I'm in love with you and I want to be a better man for you. So I'm mm-hmm. going to put in the work to be better, but it, I might fuck up. But before I fuck up, I'm going to talk to you about it and we're going to work through it together. Yeah. That's where I – that's what I think he was saying is he's just acknowledging that he's kind of a mess. Yeah. And it's not going to be a snap your finger like in the moment I'm going to be perfect Prince Charming. It's like I have a lot of work to do on who I am. I have a lot Mm. of insecurities. And in the past, I would just text and be secret. Now – I'm going to try to stop that altogether. But if I ever, for whatever reason, feel like I'm going to do some fucked up shit like that, Mm. I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to talk to you about it and figure out how I can continue to be better. That's the vibe I got. No, and that makes sense. That's like a a silver lining. Yeah, I guess. I think he's just – honestly, I think he just – he has some issues and it comes up at the reunion. Like I think – That's true. We hear he more does. about it at the reunion, yeah. Yeah, like he has some real deep insecurities with having like a hot, beautiful yes. woman that other people want and like it triggers like, uh, him. It's so not fair to her. Like, oh, it's her no, fault it's, she's hot. Like, no, and it's not. It. Like that is so – and that probably makes her feel pretty shitty too. Like, it's not fair to her. I want to make that very clear, but if they're going to be together – and she's yeah. going to be with a man who has these kind of issues. Yeah. They need to constantly communicate and go to therapy mm. and like work on this together because this is yeah. not like this isn't an easy fix. This is like a lifetime commitment that she's signing up for. Absolutely. He, yeah. He's like what? Like I think he's almost 30. Oh, for like, real? He, yeah, I think so. Damn. Like I think he's like in at least mid to later 20s, I think. He looks so young. So does yeah. she. So like – I think they're at least mid twenties. So like this is kind yeah. of like who he is. Mm. So it's Yeah. At, he wants to be better though. So Yeah. And he it does. seems it seems genuine, but it, it's that that was the thing. It was like he sounded genuine. Very I just didn't genuine. like I just didn't like the like No, I get if that. I ever have the urge, like that rubbed me the wrong way. But I do think he's genuine and maybe he he probably he did mean it, I'm sure, the way you explained it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I hope, I, I hope I'm right, but that's just like the, <laughs> that's the vibe I got because if I'm not right, then yeah, dude, it's fucked up. Yeah. Um, um, Iris said something. She was like, if I don't have trust in a relationship, then there is no relationship. And if facts. you can't provide that I need for to me, know. then you need to let me know. And I was like, wow. Like, yeah, that is like the most true thing I've ever heard. It needed to be said. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad that she said it. So they decide that they're going to go home together. Obviously, we all saw that coming. Um, They walk around the corner Mm -hmm. and they have their little proposal and it was adorable. There's flowers everywhere. Her ring Mm -hmm. is beautiful. He got down on a knee. However, (laughs) however. Oh, my God. Yo, he never actually said, will you marry me? 
Yeah, he like, said, I want you to be my girl forever and ever, but he never actually said the words, will you marry me? I know, I know. And it's like so hard because I got to like witness Kristen and Julian's proposal, which even Reality Steve was like, that was the yeah, it was a good one. proposal on television to like and to this day. And, and he fucking Steve, recaps. I was going to say, he's seen a lot of proposals on reality for TV. For years, like yeah. 20 years, I think. So yeah. he's literally seen it all. And for him to say that, like, that proposal was the was best the proposal best. he's ever seen. And, like, again, I, I completely agree. I was sobbing, like, sobbing uncontrollably. Yeah. Like, I just am, like, I don't think anything's going to, like, live up to that. But I think it was, like, the cutest proposal ever. I'm just more like, yeah, he never said, will you marry me? Like, that's the thing is I'm, like, such a fan of them. And I'm sorry. I'm not here to, like, shit on anyone's proposal because, honestly, I genuinely am, like, very happy for them. And I really love them together. But I was just, like, waiting for it. And I think she even was kind of, like, waiting for it, too, because she kind of, like, paused before she said yes because he never said, will you marry me? It's, like, I'm sorry. I'm that girl. If I ever do get married or engaged, Mm. which that might not be in the cards for me, (laughs) okay? I'm just going to keep it on right. Like, that might not be in this lifetime, but – if it ever did, like, I'm sorry. They need to say, will you marry me? And you yeah. got to say my full name and you got to ask my dad. That's the, you I'm telling say you. Casey Brianne. Mm-hmm. Okay. Casey Brianne. Got to say that. You got to say, will you marry me? You got to get down on a knee and you got to ask my dad for permission. Yes. And I don't feel like that's asking for a lot. Okay. It's, that's literally, I'm pretty sure like standard. <laughs> that's like, pretty standard pretty, shit right there. Pretty standard right but there. Maybe he just got nervous, you know, got just got was, caught up in the moment and you just yeah. forget to say those Devil's actual words. I was going to say, he probably like didn't even realize like Because he probably had a script in his mind, which is, like, totally normal. I'm sure everyone does. Yeah. And was trying to, like, get it word for word correctly while also, like, (laughs) probably almost shitting his pants because he was so (laughs) nervous. Yeah. And, like, I just remember, like, being, like, at the bonfires or all that. Like, I could barely form sentences. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was – when you're so nervous, it is very, very hard to, like, properly communicate, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, and I think <laughs> and he's that's- proposing on national television. Yes. So yeah, I I'm gonna give him a pass because he did say the forever and everything. Like I want you to be my girl. Like what else does yeah. that mean besides marry me? I would, um, I would be like I I'm the type of I'm just like a nutbag. I would be like okay, but like now actually like ask me. Like I'm the type um, that would like wake you up in your sleep and be like, um, you sir, actually didn't say that. So you need you, to like, redo this. I need you to like make me feel like secure. Uh, yeah. Do you think going into it, she was surprised? Like, do you think she thought she was going to get pros to? I think, no, I don't think she was surprised. I think it was kind of the way that Ashley and LaSalle's were, that it was like, if they stayed together, they were going to get engaged on the show. Dude, that's another thing we're going to talk about when we do the reunion. In the reunion. Recap. Dude, I can't wait. Month you guys, after that's going to be. We talk about engagement. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then to act like that, that's not. But like, I feel like this is the last thing I'll say on that. Yeah. Like when Mark was like, okay, like you guys can leave together. Like this is pertaining to Iris and Lucy. Uh-huh. Um, they like got up and hugged and like. For a slight second, I feel like I saw like Iris, like just from her body language, maybe be a little upset because she thought she was going to get proposed to like then and there. 
Oh, yeah. And that was me totally reaching. Like, I am not saying she looked upset at all. But I think, like, it just – I I wonder if she thought she was going to, like, get proposed to. And then when they hugged and she was kind of, like, waiting for it. And then when they walked away, obviously, the second you start walking towards the beach, you kind of know what's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. No, I could kind of see that because you're right. She did seem a little hesitant. Yeah. I'm curious. Good shit. So yeah, you guys, this I feel like that's everything for this final bo- yeah. final bonfire episode, right? So yeah. I feel like our predictions were pretty spot on, though. I will say, yeah, for all the bon- literally like, one couple left together. <laughs> I know, and I like I was noticing because um, I was checking DMs the past few days since we took mm-hmm. a little break, um, and everyone was saying that like our like opinions and predictions are like so spot on, like even with what's like goes down at the reunion. So I mean, I can't wait for our reunion recap. I know, but what's well, go we us? Literally, we lived through it, so we, we understand. Lived through it. We like know we what's know, up. we know what's up. We know what's we real, know what's not. You aren't gonna try. You are not gonna pull a fast one. No, on no, you are not. Okay, you guys. So we mentioned that we did take a little break because we have some exciting news. We kind of mentioned it at the beginning of this pod, but we are officially sponsored by Manscaped. Yes. Woo! We're so, so excited. So excited. It's kind of a big deal because as you guys know, Manscaped is a men's company and they are only sponsoring a few women's podcasts and we are the lucky, lucky hosts. Yes, <laughs> we were the chosen ones. We were the chosen <laughs> ones. Um, so we are a Manscaped pod. So what does that mean? It means that we're wearing shirts that say Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Woohoo, ter- check out our t-shirts. <laughs> Um, if you guys don't know what type of products Manscaped carries, um, we have Father's Day coming up, whether it's for your actual father that is your biological dad or your daddy, as in your man, your sugar daddy, like it doesn't really matter. Any sort of daddy that you have in your life, go get them some Manscaped products. Father's um, Day is here or yes. soon, shortly. Coming um, up. use code tempting. You'll get 20% off. You'll get mm-hmm. free shipping. They have all sorts of good products. They yes. have um, grooming products. They have mm-hmm. nose trimmers that me and Aaron are both going to be using on the reg. I was about to say, yes. I was going to – I Amazoned. I literally went onto Amazon and was like Googling nose trimmers to buy on my own. And then I got Manscaped sent to me. Mm, I was like, truly. fuck yeah. What? No, I literally <laughs> was thinking that. Because I actually think I heard something about how like your nose hairs are always growing. Because your nose is <laughs> stop. I'm pretty sure your nose and your ears are two things that never stop growing on your body. That's horrific. I swear. <laughs> That's why when you get older, you most older people have big noses. Like not to be rude. And big ears. And big ears. <laughs> and then if you look inside those ears, they're hairy. Okay. And well, we're no gonna. Ma'am. Well, we're going to cut that shit out right now with our Manscaped nose trimmers. So like, we're using literally. our trimmers. Yes. Um, if you want to get your man looking right, you can just mm-hmm. Manscaped the heck out of him. You know, yes. <laughs> get ready yeah. for some naughty time. Get him looking <laughs> ready for a hot boy summer. Yes. We got our tools. Yes. <laughs> Whip that shit out. Yeah. Um, what else? Get up in there. Trim his nose hair. <laughs> that could be like a fun little like. Kinky it could be like a have. little little kinky date, you know? Yes. Let's manscape our like, man. babe, lay down. I'm going to take care of you. Let me <laughs> I got you. Those- <laughs> Let me get my toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> from Manscaped. I'm dead. And then you can wrap him up in some nice Manscaped boxer briefs, which I've been wearing to yes. bed, no joke. And they're like crazy comfortable, yeah. I will say. Like they're fire. I bet you they would feel good down there <laughs> i bet you your balls will feel at home okay there's also ball wipes like dead ass like ball <laughs> wait, wipes dude the names right. of these things are like chef's kiss like this no, person wait. needs a raise there's like the lawnmower yeah yeah it's literally called like, ball wipes i love it yeah, so we're a fan. We're a fan of Manscaped, all of our men that we have, because we have a lot of them. So <laughs> many, so many men. They're all a fan of Manscaped. Uh, listen. The roster, the roster's a fan of Manscaped. <laughs> the roster. Using co- everyone's using Code Tempting for 20% off and yes. free shipping. Um, Ooh, yeah, so yeah, thank, thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring us for another episode of It's Tempting Pod. Anything else before we say our usual spiel, Miss Erin Smith? I would just say trim your nose hair and (laughs) wipe your balls. (laughs) Trim your nose hair, wipe your balls. (laughs) Your balls will thank you. Code tempting. Don't forget it. Yes. Yes. Um. Okay, so thank you guys for listening. If you don't already, please. There's something in my eyeball. Sorry. I'm having a moment. I cried. I cried tears of laughter over our ball jokes, Ugh. and I got an eyelash in my eye. Okay, <laughs> so go and follow us on Instagram at It's Tempting Pod. If you have any questions, concerns, if you want to sponsor us, it's temptingpod mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Um, please go give us a like and a follow and subscribe to us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Honestly, yes. we prefer Spotify. Just everyone heads up on that fyi five star reviews leave us any sort of reviews we love you all and thank you for listening to another yes. episode thank you of guys. it's tempting pod we love you love you <laughs> love you bye <laughs>